What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. done and not to it but to do it brother let's roll in a world where carolina panthers fans have an insatiable thirst for panthers news and opinions only one podcast roars ferociously it's the C3 Panthers Podcast. This is it, folks. Can anybody pull up the link and tell me, can you hear us? <laughs> tell us that the C3 Panthers Podcast is working loud and clear. We're at Monster Subs and Grub in Spartanburg. Yeah. This is a... Epic moment for the C3 Panthers podcast. A first of firsts. All together, baby. A first time that we have all been together in the same town, the same room, at the same time. We've had multiple people interact over the years, but never all of us at once. On top of that, it's our first podcast on the road. Not on the road, but on assignment. And we're on assignment at at Partenberg. Sparkle City, Spartanburg, <laughs> training camp. We're at Monster Subs and Grub. We appreciate everybody for coming out, number one. And number two, tuning in to the list of the listeners, tuning in to the podcast. My name is Tony Dunn. C3 Panthers podcast is live every Tuesday night, 9 p.m. We got the Friday free-for-all on Fridays. But today is day two observations of training camp. It's a first. It's a first of first. And let's start with Cody Lashney, my wheelman. You look great. Tony Dunn, this is my first time ever in Spartanburg, man. I'm happy to be here with the boys here at Monster Subs. I'm loving it, man. Yeah. This is a this is something to remember forever, man. Shout out to PJ, man, for having us pies on. And listen, you know we're gonna do this with the best damn Panther fans and all of YouTube. You already know them and love them. 
Jake the Snake, FSU, Matt Knows Nothing, Charlotte Sports One, Panther Gal, Marcus Barnes, Josh Nirvash, Bob Cranford, Tony Dunn, ain't nothing to it but to do it, brother. Let's roll. Let's roll. CK, I want to congratulate you for making this happen. And when I say making it happen, it's making us not be lazy asses mm. and just stay at home. Uh, day two. And you know what? We got the special treatment today. We got the tent. And you know what? <laughs> I am not even tired. I'm not even tired. I haven't eaten yet. I'm going to eat after this. I'm going to sub and grub it after this. Um, how you doing, my man? And I'm living the dream out here. Get your face in that mic. Yeah. Um, well, I'm living the dream. Um, and man, I'm just happy to be here with the boys. It's it's one of the things that uh, we had been striving to be able to do at some point, to be able to get all in one room, uh, to be able to really show what being in one place could possibly do if we ever get to a point where we're all able to do this on a permanent basis. That'd be awesome. But as of right now, man, I'm just happy to be here with everybody to talk about what we saw today in training camp um, and actually look at you in the eyes and, and, and you know, fall in love. <laughs> I, I am in love. I'm in love with this corner. And, Greg, I'm in love with your Viking playoff beer. It's not a Viking beer. It's a Panther beer. That's a Panther beer. Yeah, we can call it a Panther beer for now. We're this okay, gotcha. It's definitely going to be a, a Viking beard soon when I braid it for Comic-Con this weekend to go as a Viking. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. Look, man, this is amazing. Uh, Tony, I remember meeting the podcast years ago, finding C3 and wanting to be with y'all. Now I'm here doing the first live show. You always describe it as riding in the car with friends after a game. And I literally just rode in Tony's truck with him after a practice talking about it. So, like, I'm living the dream right now. This is fantastic. Phenomenal time. I'm so glad to be here. Thank you so much, Monster Subs. Like, yeah. yeah. And by the way, I wish all of our viewers could smell. How incredible oh it smells in there right now. <laughs> Dude, it's incredible, man. Yeah. Shout I'm out to tortured. I'm being tortured. I ordered this buffalo chicken. I took a bite, and it's delicious. And now all I want to do well, is just out. make you guys <laughs> chew on this thing right now. All right. Uh, you know the drill, folks. And that is to smash the thumbs up button, subscribe, and uh, be a part of our community. That's what I want. This is, like Greg said, the way we think of this podcast from the very beginning that it ever inception, the whole goal is for us to feel like fans riding to and from a Panthers game. In That's this it. case, we're riding to and from training camp and it's day two. And we got all together on the boringest day of training camp ever. It was boring. Well, the fact that they moved it to the far field, yeah. I think that yesterday they had a bunch of clips go viral, and I kind of think that the Panthers weren't necessarily down with that. So uh, they moved it to the other field, so it was a little bit harder to make out the action. But uh, there were some notable things that we can talk about today. I mean, Bryce continued to look incredible. I mean, again, I'll echo the sentiment that, uh, that CK said yesterday. Bryce Young, you know, is head and shoulders above – Everyone else. I mean, Andy Dalton is a, you know, what, a, a nine, ten year veteran, and Bryce Young is just head and shoulders above him, you know. And the offense runs through him, and it's you know, fun yeah. to see. Uh, tough day though. Yesterday was flawless for Bryce Young, and yeah. today was a reminder that he's human. Well, it was a reminder that he was human, but I think it also was a reminder that these guys are still learning the new offense. There was a miscommunication that uh, resulted in that interception uh, by C.J. Henderson. I mean, you guys know that 
Bryce Young didn't just throw C.J. Henderson an interception off of, you know, in, inability to play football, right? right. Like, I mean, that's C.J. Henderson. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. again, and nobody expects anything from CJ Henderson. Well, He's out know, there doing everybody stuff. gets lucky. Every, even a blind squirrel finds a nut. Yeah, you know. So yeah, broke clock is right twice a day. They <laughs> right. say uh, now. I, I can read the comments. Okay, if you want to put it over here. The yeah. the thing that is incredible is that every time, and we said this yesterday. I don't want to continue too much with the Matt Rule era, right? But like everything that we thought about Matt Rule turned out to be true, right? And now when we talk about um, C.J. Henderson, I'm hoping that all the things we thought aren't true. Right. But they're not even talking to him. <laughs> J.C. Uh, Horn and, uh, and Dante Jackson are over there joking around, having like a relationship together. Yeah. And C.J. Henderson is just walking behind them like a little child that nobody wants to talk to. Yeah. There's yeah. even a picture on Twitter right now of – of the of CJ Henderson having to tie his shoe and the coach said, do we need to get you Velcro? Velcro <laughs> shoe. The coaches are making fun of him. <laughs> this poor guy. I yeah. feel bad. I feel bad even saying it um, out loud, but um, it was nice to see Dante Jackson running. He was yeah. running today. He was running today. And also, I guess when we think about this is let's start. This is your first time at training camp, Cody. Yeah. And Greg, your first time as well, yes, right? Yes. What'd you think about the experience, about um, the opportunity to go? I know it's kind of highlighted by the fact that we're all together, but, you know, what did you see? Man, well, like I said, Bryce Young really jumped off the uh, off the field. I mean, the, the best throw definitely came from Bryce. And, and um, you know, he's best definitely... three throws, yeah. Yeah, the yeah. best three throws. Uh, by the way, Tony, they said turn Greg up a little... Uh, to turn him a little bit louder. Um, yeah, but, um, yeah, I mean, listen, it was from what we were able to see, um, you know, Brandon Smith had an interception. Uh, I, I like that. Uh, I've been a big fan of Brandon Smith. I hope that he's able to contribute something to our defense. Um, Brian Burns is much taller than you think that he is. Like, he's a, yeah. he's a big dude, man. We talked about it yesterday. Yeah, he seems yeah. like a, a mutant. He's, the, he's one of those guys when you see him, you're like, oh, he's a football player. Like, yeah. he is that type of, uh, of a human being. Uh, I'm picking up. Yeah. He's an athlete, at least, yeah. 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 And, right. uh, I, I'll also say this. The more and more I watch, the more and more I feel like Derek Brown is about to have a breakout year this year. And I feel like out of every player on our defense, he's in need of that the most. Well, he was – he is – we call him Triple B now. Yeah. About that business, Brown. About that business, Brown is making a difference. He was in the backfield immediately on some plays. And, uh, oh, Greg, turn the mic the other way. Remember, look for the audio technica, the letters. Just like that? Yeah, yeah. that's supposed to be the sweet spot. Gotcha. So, Chat, how does it sound? And by the way, C3 Anthony with the 199 love bomb says, great to see you all together. Have fun. Anthony, we appreciate you, brother. Yeah, man. We ask you, thank you. First, tell us whatever we can do to continue to you know, improve the sound quality as we're on the fly. Again, first time on, a, on, on what they don't call it assignment. They call it satellite. What is this? On location. On location. Oh, on location. On location. Yeah. on location. So, uh, Greg, tell us what did you see in your first training camp experience? 
Okay. Uh, you know, first of all, coming to the first training camp, being my first training camp was phenomenal. And the fact that I get to see y'all there, no matter what happened today, it was going to be good. It's a good time. Yeah. Um, I wanted to see Bryce Young in, in, in action. And a lot of people think that I'm a Bryce Young hater. I'm not a Bryce Young hater. I'm looking right in the camera. I'm not a Bryce Young hater. <laughs> I just wanted to see it. I will say, after what I saw today, Bryce Young is the best quarterback on our football team. That does not mean that he he's not perfect. the loudest, yeah, though. Andy Dalton is the Andy loudest. Dalton's definitely the loudest. Now, that doesn't mean he's he's the uh, he's perfect because he's not. Nobody is. Um, he had some mistakes today, which is understandable. For the majority of the time, he did really well. I was impressed with what I saw. I think that if he continues to go the way he is going forward, Bryce Young could be a good quarterback. And I've said that for a long time. I just want to see it. Uh, but I was yeah. more excited about seeing that tonight. And you're talking about. Derek Brown, man, what can Brown do for you? He was in the backfield <laughs> how many times? Yeah. To the point where he had to stop. The, the, I, I said, what can Brown do for you? And a UPS truck pulls up. Oh, look at that. <laughs> <laughs> it's a sign. It's a sign. Oh, my God, dude. Derek Brown, breakout year. Can't man. write it any better, dude. Yeah. Breakout year, I really do. That was the guy that, out of everybody I saw today, I was the most impressed of. I saw a lot of uh, Brian Burns um, practicing coverage. And not coverage like a linebacker picking up somebody coming across the middle, like lining up against a wide receiver and following them the whole way. So I wonder where they're going to put him this year, how much coverage he's going to be in. Uh, but I was looking for those things. I saw Bryce Young throw the ball well. Brian Burns looked good. Derek Brown looked good. I'm excited for this season. Uh, thank you for tuning in to the C3 Panthers podcast. We're in Sparkle City, Spartanburg at Monsters Sub and Grub. And CK, uh, yesterday was... Um, for us, for me, this is uh, we we got our T-shirt name. By the way, we every every year we try to come up with a unique T-shirt for the season. Mm-hmm. And I have been over the last few months bemoaning that I lost the creative gene, and that I just couldn't figure out what this year was going to be right because we couldn't do the Bryce's right a little too obvious too little low-hanging fruit I think it's taken too we saw a few of those shirts tonight to start that yeah with that start that yeah I got you uh it, or it is started now oh does it start automatically yeah yeah you want me to read that off real yeah quick? go ahead go ahead yeah man from Chris Mack with the 499 love bomb he says I'm glad to see y'all hanging together how did LaVishka look out there? Oh. What was y'all's impression oh. of Bryce in this well, offense? That's right on time because he was everywhere. Yep. Yeah, I did. He was everywhere. I'm telling you this is uh, at first it looked like uh, LaVishka could be an odd man out in this group and not in a bad way. Like he isn't good enough, but a room too crowded. Yeah. Right. Um, but what we found, and another thing is there's a guy who used to cover the Panthers in Charlotte. His name is Josh Norris, and now he is a national, very, very, uh, I think he for underdog fantasy started that maybe or something. He does a lot of fan. He's like, he's really uh, high up in football. And he's very smart. And he's very yeah. intelligent. And he's usually very uh, measured. And he said Laviscus is a guy that you, you, you have to design to get him in the game. Right. Like he's not good enough by himself to just be a great player. You have to like, he's a gat in a way a gadget player, but he's not trying to be rude about it. Right. The Panthers seem 100% committed to getting LaVisca Chanel involved. And like on a regular occurrence, mm-hmm. like it's not, he's going to be lining up in the slot. It seems like he was in the backfield multiple times. He was a lot of time motioning. Uh, he was, uh, he, he was the target for many of those, um, 
misdirection plays, the sweep that we saw that ended up being a fumble. Um, it was there was some uh, there was some positives with that, and that he seems speedy. Like his mm-hmm. speed is is still sneaky, in my opinion. How about this? Is and this is a sad and and it's sort of sad to say this and admit this. Well, you know what is we make we speculate a lot. We we make a lot of assumptions and we and we want things to happen sometimes that don't come true. And sometimes we guys Terrace Marshall Jr. Mm. absent. LaVisca Chenault not absent. No, no, yeah. no, 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 no. Very present. I, I will push back on that. Terrace Marshall was on the first team reps today and he was looking good. I didn't see him make any I catches. I mean, I do think that it's young catches. I do think that it's too young to or too it's too early to read too much into oh who's getting more reps and this and that. I will say, though, you know, from what you guys said yesterday and what we saw today, they are making a concerted effort to move the Chanel around this offense. And I really do think he's going to be a real X factor for this team this year and how they choose to use him. They're motioning him out to the slot. They're putting him in the backfield. We're going to be able to do a lot of different things with the this year that I feel like we're going to be able to see him utilize to his best. I, I 100% agree that it's too early to think that, um, you know, Terrace Marshall Jr. isn't going to be a part he was of the team. offense or a team. But it's just this, is that if it's not him being bad, I'm just saying is LaVisca Chenault, we go, oh, who's that? Oh, LaVisca. Yeah. You know, it's number five. He number five. Screens. We saw yeah. number five make three or four plays yeah. today. Mm-hmm. And – how many other players could you say you saw three or four plays? Right. You yeah. saw plays from a lot of different guys, but I mean, we saw one uh, slight overthrow to Adam Thielen down the field, but still kind of looked good, like right read, right time, yeah. just a little a hair ahead. We saw DJ Shark make a big catch on the which CK didn't see, where it doesn't even believe happened, <laughs> because then there is the diving catch, which Mingo, was yeah. Mingo. And how about this as a rookie? Uh, already putting his name and stamp on the squad is Jonathan Mingo, right? It's like, yeah. it's like, it looks like this is, it's not a developmental rookie. Is this guy, how about this is uh, you got a second round wide receiver and Terrace Marshall Jr. You got a second round round wide receiver in Jonathan Mingo. And right now it looks like Mingo is ready. Mm-hmm. And we're hoping that Terrace Marshall Jr. Comes into his own. We truly, truly want him uh, to be part of it. Now, this um, super chat is kind of crazy. Well, we have, well, we have two super chats. One, uh, Kevin donated $1.99 to roast my Chuck Taylors, and then the chat room uh, <laughs> proceeded to roast him and said that my <laughs> Chuck Taylors are classic, so know your role, white chocolate. And then uh, my lovely mama with the $1.99. She decided to donate to YouTube. No. <laughs> she could have just handed you two bucks. Yeah, but the but <laughs> but, but the, the the chat room knows what's up. Chuck Taylor's never out of style, bro. Not can't happen. Rhea is great. You know what she knows though. What she's on to is that one super chat leads to another super there chat. Oh, that's it, she's man. Uh, that's it. Let's go back to this. Oh, go ahead, Greg. Well, I say real quick before we get away from Chanel, I just wanted to say like. um I think the benefit of him on here on this team and what he can do is we've seen him be able to have breakout speed, be able to be catch the ball in uh, um, uh, space, space, swings, screens, stuff like that. And, and, you know, he seems like he's a good player. He's going to give us that ability to be like a Swiss Army knife where it's not so much that you think he's going to kill you. But when he's on the field, what's he going to do? 
Is he going to run a screen? Is he going to go deep? Is he going to do that? Or is he going yeah. to He can run the ball. He's a good yeah. runner of the football. Yeah. So he's going to be yeah. our guy that when he's on the field is going to make defenses question what we're doing. Another fantastic thing about that, too, is as you continue to pose that threat and you present the idea of a player who is when you bring him in, it's kind of designed for him. Mm-hmm. He also goes from design to decoy, too. Yeah. Right. It's like, oh, it's like LaVisca's in the backfield. Watch out. We've seen this before. And then that's when you run DJ Shark down the sideline. You go, let's go deep. And I want to, before we get to the super chat, I do want to jump back to uh, our t-shirt real quick. Is that I'm, I'm when, as soon as I get home to my computer, I'm working on the design, which is going to be very simplistic. But um, look, everybody's excited. It's an emergency. Get to your computer right now and, uh, and get yeah, the shirt. It's so hot. They call it the fire department. Exactly. Right? Exactly. <laughs> so this was a collaborative effort between Cody and I, and I wanted to tell you this is I, I was really been worried about this year's shirt because I just didn't have the idea. Like, yeah. and I was losing, I was like, man, and it's been two years where I just haven't had a good, like one that hit, like I got the I stand with Cam shirt. We had yeah. the keep pounding yeah. shirt. We got some here right now. The keep pounding shirt is one of the dopest when we went to England. Yeah, it's got the pounds that, on. Yeah. That so this year, though, I couldn't go Bryce's right. No. no so I, I mentioned to Cody last night, it wasn't a shirt idea. It was just like, hey, this is the, um, in this year, 20C3, which we've been calling this our year, 20C3, our quarterback was born. Mm-hmm. And then the the brilliant Cody Lashney comes in and says, Go ahead. The year of our QB 2023. The year. And it's a pun. Well, you know, you don't want to, it's not, we're not trying to blaspheme the Lord here in this case, but it's a play on that. So now we have the Bryce Young era. Yep. So what is it, Cody? Bef- BB? Yeah, we're going to call it BB and AB. Right. Before Bryce and after Bryce. <laughs> yeah. Before Bryce, after Bryce. So the shirt is going to say the year of our QB, 20C3. And then I'm going to put a nine on the back. Nice. I mean, I, I feel like this is it. I feel like we got the idea. Now we got a great super chat. I want to thank Panther Gal 73 donating $10 to the show. She said, good job, fellas. And look, we're just celebrating here at Monster Subs being together, enjoying training camp. And while today was they pulled a Ron Rivera on us and made that they practice on the backfield. I told you yesterday, CK, I I said, look, man, sometimes this is where they do a lot of the drills. We go back there and they move to the front field. Today we get prime viewing area under the tent. We're on the crown of the field. We're like in first class because we got Cody Lack with us. Right. And then they go to the back like they did. Oh, yeah, yeah. get it right. It, may, it makes no sense to me. Well, the, the, there is some some we have, we, Yeah, we, we have can, theories. There's two theories. One is probably more accurate than others, and that is the the most uh, the most logical one is that they move the practice to the other field because they don't want anybody to get good clips like they did yesterday. Yeah, right. There were a lot of people recording yesterday, and so they may have ruined it for all a of us. Mechanism. The other idea is that. They just needed to move the practice. I mean, they needed to move to the other field and have more wear and tear on that field and let the other field have a bit of a break. Yeah. So maybe they're going to do this practice to practice maybe on Saturday or obviously Saturday they're going to be in Gibbs Stadium. But maybe on Monday we find out they're closer. But uh, it's 
it's either way, there's logic to it. I, I'm not angry with them. Obviously, it's irritating and frustrating, but at the end of the day, they had to do it, I and mean, there's a reason. They, they knew it. that me and Greg were coming. Yeah, so they decided they were like, to, yeah. It was yeah, like yeah. they said uh, they knew Greg and Cody were coming, so we're just going to run screens right. and running plays. <laughs> yes. Now, um, and Greg and like and Greg's over there like, I need something to change. <laughs> I, I hey, all he does is say yeah, this. I is, I, and what has he always said about Bryce Young? I just want to see it. I just want to see it. He drove all the way here to see it, and, and then they threw a screen. I will say, I did see it from Bryce today. I saw a few really good deep passes. I saw one really deep pass that was not a good pass at all, but the receiver caught the ball, so everybody's going to say it was a great pass, but it was a horrible pass. Oh, well, I wouldn't say horrible. horrible. Yeah. If you catch it, not horrible. the receiver dive for the ball and barely catches it, I would say it's if, – if he hadn't caught that ball, we would say it's a horrible pass. Run faster. I, Okay, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I did see a lot of good stuff from Bryce Young today, which yeah. is what I want to see. Very quick release. I was very surprised at how quick that release was. Um, between him and looking at everybody else in the field, like I noticed that when we had – and Cody, I hate to do this – when uh, your, your boy uh, – Matt Corral. Matt, Matt Corral, Corral in the field. He looked lost. He looked lost. And I know he's playing with a third-string guy, so maybe that has something to do with it. But Bryce Young, you saw him snap the ball, and I could watch him check his progressions. One, two, three, four – with he him, was maybe, decisive. Maybe a second and a half. He's decisive. Do it. Or Bryce Young. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bryce Young was. Uh, uh, yeah, Matt Corral. Matt yeah, doing a lot of double not. clutching, not. Uh, a lot of pump faking. He had some throws in the flat, but overall, there just hasn't been a lot from yeah. him. And and again, I, I do like the fact that we're going to see him a lot during the preseason. I think it's still too early to judge him. 100%. But um, you know, I, yeah, I'm right now. He has not been impressive through two days of practice right. and and i'm a big fan of his so if i'm saying it yeah you know i'm being honest. yeah well i mean i think you saw about what i saw yesterday right yeah. yesterday um it wasn't it wasn't bad what's the easiest choice you can make window instead of middle seat picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket outsourcing business tasks you hate what about selling with shopify whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. 
Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Like he wasn't throwing into the other team's hands, right? Which is good. You don't want him to be throwing interceptions, but he just wasn't throwing the ball. Yeah. Like he was just holding he on. He was to that. hesitant. He was double. And one, a couple of times, I think the double clutch was intended. I think it was intended to be able to, you know, mislead the, yeah. the defense. Get but them to bite the majority field. of the time, it was that I think he was waiting for a guy to get open. Um, and I was telling Greg this, and I said, if if we're ever going to see uh, Matt Corral get out of the purgatory that he is now stuck in, and that is going to be a backup for his career, he's got to take chances, and he, he's got to be able to elevate himself mm-hmm. because nobody's yeah. going to put him in the prime position yeah. to show his talent. Right. He's got to be able to go out there and do that regardless of what his situation is, and he hasn't done that. This, this, is, so what, this is what outsiders – this is what all uh, bubble players face. This is what late round draft picks, undrafted free agents face all the time. And it turns out when you're just not a first round draft pick, and maybe there's some in the second round, you get a little more latitude. But after the first two, maybe three, you get a hair, is that you are a guy on the outside trying to scrap and claw to find a way into the group and into the club. Uh, but the other thing that I think that comes back to this, like you said, it's not about Matt Corral being bad. It's about how good Bryce Young looks, and it's and 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 today wasn't even his best was best better of the two days, right? Yeah. But what I think is this is like before when I was young, I used to say I used to I grew up driving beater cars, right? Like just my first car was a 1984 Toyota Corolla. My second car, a 1985 Toyota Corolla, <laughs> went up one year, up, right? Yeah, and up. I had ridden in it at one point in a car seat, right? <laughs> so it was like my mom's car for like twenty, you know, sixteen years. I get it later. Um, I used to when you drive a beater car, you say this: a car is a car. It gets you from point A to point B. Cars are cars, and this and that, and this and that. And then one day you drive a luxury car, and you're like, holy shit, this is luxurious. There really is a <laughs> yeah, difference. Yeah. And Bryce Young is the luxury car. And Matt Corral is a Honda Civic. Two fans in the stand. Check them out on YouTube. They came to Monster Sub today. They were out and at training you camp flew today. flew in from Dubai to CC3. Yeah, yeah man. You know, that's All a... 8,000 miles yeah. for this moment. <laughs> Screw Bryce Young. <laughs> we met him today. He came over to say hi, introduce himself. And, um, you know, we're going to try to fit him into one of the shows. And maybe Tony said he's going to go over there and yeah. uh, uh, do a show for them. So go check, check him out. out on YouTube. Two fans in the stand, man. A rising tide lifts all boats. That's folks. Continue to collaborate. Continue to talk. The more chatter, the more talk about the Carolina Panthers, the better. And that is about building the fan experience. That's why we're interested. Look, that's why we're here right now. We're here at Monster Sub with a Panther fan, right? How about this? Is it cra- how crazy and bizarre is it to be from New Jersey to live to move to Spartanburg? And you, before you even moved to Spartanburg, randomly you chose to be a Panther fan in 1995 at an expansion team. You had two choices: you could have been a Jags fan, you could have been a Panther fan. You decided to be the better choice, like and this. then now we're down doing a pa- podcast at his restaurant. Yeah, man, it's bizarre. Most, dude, that's awesome. And he is the quintessential Italian. It's like you can't make it up. The name is not made up, folks. It's not a stick. I don't know it's if anyone true. can see, but there's uh, pictures of the Sopranos on the wall. We got Godfather. Yeah, this is a uh, this is Italian. This it is- might be a front. 
This is a no. This is a we're, home for we're, that. we're helping him launder money, right? <laughs> he said you can't make those jokes when. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't, don't, don't do that. If I disappear, if I disappear, folks, disappear. No. Um. All right. So let's uh, jump back to practice. You know, this is going to be something we haven't talked about in in any of the days, any of the days, and that is the kicking. Yeah. Uh, this is the first year ever since I've been having doing this podcast. Where there's only one field goal kicker. I mean, I don't think they need it anymore. I mean, no, there's no competition. Yeah. There's, there's no, no extra guy. There's no a guy. There wasn't even a guy to just stand there I mean, and be yeah. like, uh, oh, well, because we don't want to overuse Panero. Panero. It's just Panero for the I mean, dinero. Here's the reason. I mean, here's my belief is why I put that in his head. He only had two missed field goals last year, and they happened to be in the worst situations possible against Atlanta. But those were his or only the two best. minutes. Mm-hmm. Right. So at the or, yeah, or the best, because had he made those, we might have we would had be a lot BB. Of a bigger, we, have we would be yeah. before Bryce still. So yeah, really, Bryce, we yeah. should be thanking uh, Eddie Pinheiro for yeah. his yeah. inability to make those kicks. But then does that mean we have to thank Keith Taylor for yeah. letting Mike Evans just yeah. burn yeah. him? Yeah, yeah. I think those so. no. we got to thank Matt Rule for being a fool. I'll never do it. No, I'll never do it. I'll never do it. You cannot make me. CK, like, I was just thinking the exact same thing is imagine what a confidence confidence booster is for a kicker when you know you have no competition. You may have a backup. You may sign somebody just in case you get injured, but you're our guy. Like, do you think Gotzkowski or uh, the guys from uh, what's the guy in Justin Tucker? Yeah. uh, Do you think he's ever worried about his job? Never. No. No, I think it's a great point. But to to play the game, you know? So I think it's a great idea. And you're right. He missed two last year. It sucks the two that he missed, but that's a pretty good ratio. I'll Let's keep that. in mind, he has taken a job of a guy who was a pretty good place kicker for yeah. us. Like, think about who that was guy. it? I don't Zane even remember. Gonzalez. Oh, Zangin's. Yeah, he got something. injured two times warming up on the sideline at the beginning of the year, two years remember ago. Remember, his uh, groin exploded. Yeah. And so, uh, and, and to be, obviously, you don't wish anybody's job to be taken away, but Eddie Pinheiro came in here on a on a last moment's notice and in, in one year was able to turn around. Uh, and all of a sudden, he's the guy, right? He became the guy, and Zane Gonzalez isn't a Panther anymore. Poor Zane. His groin exploded, and it wasn't a happy ending. No. Dude, that doesn't sound like a, <laughs> like a, like a happy ending. No, not no. at all. Not, at not all. when your groin exploded. Okay. Um, all right, so let's get back. Uh, Is this, you know, the defense was making plays today. Yeah. It was hey, a lot uh, better than it was yesterday. By the way, we had two more Super Chats. Uh, oh, nice. Charlotte Sports 1 said, have to give you one of those shirts. So people are already pumped about, uh, uh, you know, the, the year of our QB yeah. 20 C3. Those are going to be fire. You should put he has risen where the name is. Over his back. <laughs> no, no, I think, I, I think you, we can only push it so far. Like you go out. If you do that, if we did that, you go out the first game and get struck by lightning. No. You know, like, I mean, it's not even an injury. It's a literal lightning that comes down. He is Bryce Young is our metaphorical manna. Yeah, I know. And again, we don't want to. uh, Yeah, is we don't uh, sent from heaven to nourish our fandom. Yeah, (laughs) this guy, this guy's (laughs) on a roll today. Come on, man. I mean, this keeper just said he's just saying, keep setting them up, Tony. I'll keep knocking them down. Yeah, you throw softballs out here in Grand Slam. (laughs) Come on. All right. So um, we were out at at training camp today, day two, and we'll be back on Saturday. Right. Um, Saturday is the get together event. Greg has decided just to be a good parent. Yeah. What, what kind of 
Don't Loser. Worry. <laughs> Don't worry. I took care of your daughter. You're fine. <laughs> Don't worry. We got muscles to do it. Yeah. We got muscles, cousin, to do it. Yeah. You'll be free. There's nothing to do. Don't okay. worry about it. Uh, insurance checks in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we'll be back, back on Saturday and have a good time. If you guys are coming to Spartanburg, I really suggest, particularly if you just don't want bland sandwiches. Oh, dude. Don't avoid the, I'm not going to name names because you just need to come to the national chains. Yeah. Avoid, avoid the, avoid the chains, chains and come to a real, uh, like a, a, a Yankee deli. Like it's a deli that my, like I bring my grandma here and the peppers, but the peppers on the sandwich, these are real peppers. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, uh, so the cold cuts, my grandma would say these cold cuts are fantastic. This isn't the food line cold cut. Not a food line cold yeah. cut. Muscle said, why go to a, a one of these national uh, national franchises that have a bunch of angry 19-year-olds that don't give a damn about what they're now doing? Now you just got an angry uh, mafia guy. But somebody has a But he's cutter. nice to his customers. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody has a meat cutter now. He's been doing this. We talked about the freshness of this. I mean, I was telling, me and Tony, we left yesterday, and we just couldn't stop talking about how good the food was. Like, yeah. Um, it's just, again, I know this is a Panthers podcast, but Muscles Marinara, a long supporter of the show, was kind enough to let us come here, set up, do the podcast, knowing we needed to do an on-location show, and he was able to, uh, you know, give us a, a venue to do that. But and he even gave me a this, jersey. I'm not telling you this Duh. because of any other reason than it is legitimately a good sub. Like any sub I've had two so far. Um, this Buffalo one is delicious. We had the term. I had the Terminator yesterday. Uh, you had uh, I had the, the Don. The Don today. Yeah. And so, and, and Cody's got himself a Philly over here. He's ready. Yeah, to, man. Right. Right. Into, peppers. But it's it's fresh. Everything is is just. It you know, is four miles. Ingredient. It's four miles away from Wofford. Yeah. Uh, from training camp, and it takes about ten minutes because of, just because of the going through town. Go yeah. to Monster Subs and Grub, get sure. yourself a sandwich. Derek call it a hoagie, right? Um, but here, let's get back to training camp now. Is in the year of twenty C three, our quarterback man, and we are we have been going through. Uh, look at this. He's going to bring out oh, some cannolis. Man. Yeah, I'm going to take it. I'm going to take this cannoli. What I'm going to go. I'm starting with this guy. Um. I so, mean, I had this yesterday, and I'd never had a cannoli before. Oh, he's um, a, I had to eat he's a real minute. southerner. I had to eat it. I had to take a minute to eat it, dude. It was like it took. Yeah, it's rich. It was rich, delicious. but it was You're gonna have delicious. it with some coffee. They're delicious. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so you can have it some coffee here. But now, all right. So getting back to camp is again really a, not the most expect. You know, actually, this is when we were going. We were watching this, and I was upset. I was I was internally disappointed because uh, we got we were all together. And we like it was the time. I just wanted the fireworks. I wanted yeah. we were had such a great spot, and it, like it was just the opposite of what I really wanted to happen. And we were sitting there going, "Oh!" And we were making fun. We were making fun. Uh, Dunk, Aaron Duncan would say, "Saying, uh, look, because Cody's here, they're just throwing slants." But hey, they're saying that we're frozen. The audio is coming through, but we are frozen. It might be. Uh, you want to turn my camera off and on? It might be my camera turned off. Uh, oh. Okay. Uh, talk about this while I do that. Okay. Is talk about how things picked up. Yeah. While it started off slow and it looked like dink and dunk, it did uh, pick up as yeah. we went on. 
No, it, it really did. I, I think I'd mentioned that whenever I first got there about how, like, I was excited to see Bryce Young. I want to see what he's got to offer here. And the first, I don't know, 10 plays they ran were all passes underneath, quick slants, five-yard screens. And I was like, all right, like, that's impressive. You're doing a good job. But I want to see the deep ball. And not, e- not even the deep ball. I want to see a 30-yard pass put on point. No, um, and just turn my he was able on to do it. Um, Mm-hmm. But no, it, it was There's it was a, all about that for me. Was seeing Bryce right, Young on the top. be the guy he wants to be now. Slide, yeah, the twist. next thing I need to see from Bryce and Young, and I'm not going to get to see this whole season, is I need to see him take a big hit and get up and do it again. Yeah, you need to have he's a little faith. In the NFL, yeah. I need to see that, and I'll feel a little better once I see it. And I I don't wish that he gets knocked. I don't hope that he gets blindsided and somebody mm-hmm. slams him. But I want to see him take an NFL hit and get up yep. and play more NFL it football after that. I got a hit. And they're still saying, turn Greg's microphone up. Maybe I just need to talk closer to it. But, uh, I'm going to get a little here. A little. Oh. Oh. Hold on. Give us just a second, folks. We're reloading. Whoa. First show uh, on location. I'm yeah. staring at my face. There's probably going to be an echo on that. Are they looking uh, at me? There we go. Now we're good. Now it changed to my face. Yeah, I feel like I my face. Really Go ahead and take me. We're back. We're back. But yeah, like you were saying, like I, the first few plays, um, you know, it was, it was kind of boring. I was looking and I was wondering kind of what they were going through, uh, short passes, slants. And I don't know if it was what he was reading or what the play was called for, but you're right. As the day went on and they got further and further into running reps of the ones, I saw more 15, 20, 30-yard passes. And for the majority of the passes, they looked really good. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so, again, this is all going to be stacked more and more for – uh, the offense than it is for the defense. But today we finally got to see the defense make a difference. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I've been, I've been impressed so far. I mean, again, there's not much to, to go by. Um, you know, I, I did want to mention something before I forget about it. You know, we're talking about LaVishka and how uh, we might need to up our expectations, you know, just seeing how they're going to use him. Another guy that I think that we're sleeping on, Chuba Hubbard, baby. Have you seen his name? They've been given the ball. They, 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 he he had a couple runs today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. today and they yesterday. And by the way, when you look at Juba, he's put on some muscle. Yeah. He's been reading Twitter. The the only thing about the running today, and we, we pointed this out when we were there, is like, I don't know how hard they're going. They're not in pads. I think the running plays were more for find the hole, hit the hole. Because every single running play – the running back broke through and ran to the end zone. It's like, well, that's not going to happen in real life. And that's the thing. So. It's the least exciting uh, play when you're watching training camp. Um, their entire goal is to make sure that they're hitting the holes, the right the right gaps that they're supposed to be hitting, that they're uh, blocking the right people that they're supposed to be blocking. Um, and, uh, and, 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 you know, we see them burst through this, you know, pile of people like, oh, my gosh. But in all reality, those guys are getting hands on them, and one of those guys most likely would have tackled them. Now, there's probably a few that they uh, they would have been able to get, you know, uh, take them down, but um, you just don't really know whether it's a successful play or not because you can't really see the real impact. You can see when a passing play is successful or not, and you can maybe right. make a judgment of whether it's just because a player was, you know, pulling up or not. But you, that one, the running plays are just impossible. We're going to find out more in the in the season, obviously, but. Um, I, I would challenge that. I think I saw maybe a few times that Chuba Hubbard was out there, but 
I think the majority of the time it was LaVisca and it was uh, Miles Sanders. I saw Miles Sanders run the ball. I saw LaVisca Chanel get the ball out of the backfield, but like maybe on swing passes and things like this. I don't know if I necessarily saw direct handoffs. Again, it was really hard. The, The problem is when they're on that far field is that you're trying to figure out, you're looking for what's happening first, and then you're trying to figure out who did it. Right. And then yeah. when they move, if they don't give you the right, turn their back to you at the right moment, they then get swallowed up among a bunch of, you know, washed out among other jerseys. So I ne- I don't remember seeing him. Yeah. I don't even know what his number is. I mean, I saw some clips 30, of him yesterday. 30, 30, I saw him right. today. And listen, I think a lot of NFL teams do the running back by committee. Sure. Instead of choosing to have one bell cow, they're going to run into the ground. I think we have not seen the last of Chuba. I think a lot of people are, are far too hard on Chuba. I think he's a good runner between the tackles. Yeah. If you want to pass the ball to the running back, do it to Miles Sanders or Blackshear. But let Chuba just be a strong physical runner through the A and B gap, and, and let's roll. Um, as we continue and just flip back to the defense today, mm-hmm. right, is yesterday, and we kept talking over and over yesterday about how it's stacked stacked in favor of the offense, right? right. It's just it's, it's designed for that moment. But today we had a C.J. Henderson pick, which we've learned from uh, Frank, Frank Wright, Wright, which is a miscommunication. We had a Brandon Smith pick. Yeah. Right? That would have been a pick six, too, yeah. in the game. Yeah. And yeah. so now is that while the defense isn't just able to tackle, they made some plays today. They and did. even if it is a miscommunication – they made the play. And more notable is the lack of uh, participation in the team drills from J.C. Horn and Dante Jackson. Yeah. They both were on the sideline the entire time while these guys were out there. They didn't rotate. They were – so everybody was Bubble always rap. behind the line, and J.C. and Dante were standing beside each other on the sideline. So they were they're, – they're clearly ramping them up. I don't think it's an injury. I don't think they're – injured or anything like that or there's they're they're hindering their their that they're not performing well so they're not playing um it has everything to do with them being overly cautious to two guys who have been unfortunately injured um every single year they've been in the league yeah like tony said bubble wrap i mean they're they're being conservative they are the two best corners on the team bar none and you want to have them down the stretch when you didn't last year and having the last two years in a row Can, can we talk about jeremy chin working out with the cornerbacks Oh yeah, we we, we were discussing that, we that earlier. Working out strictly with the cor- the cornerbacks, like in that position. So, have they found a spot for him? Do you think that would be the shocker of the year? They, Wait, was it? They, they, I think, play nickel corner. I think, corner. I think, Where I think, is like Eric? Like I almost like I almost don't see some of the people that are on the team. Right. I think I think there's a uh, a part of it that's just they are trying to try him out in multiple different positions. Um, I think they're going to. But he was with the corners yesterday. Now that you bring it up, but the corners were also with the safeties yesterday too. Yes, you know that was you saw Xavier Woods. But he's not with the linebackers, right? He's not with the linebackers. That's a good point. But that's what I mean. I think I think we wait and see what happens Saturday. I think we wait and see what happens when they put the pads on. They may just be doing instead of having him do uh, different things every single day. I mean, or doing something like a different thing every single time they do a new rep. I think they might just be trying to say, listen, let's see what this works out here and. Um, you know, they may be trying to use his versatility. Uh, if he's uh, uh, if he's going to be essentially changing over to nickelback, that would be a shocker to I think everybody here. You know, the nickel 
corner is a position I feel like is changing somewhat in the NFL. I feel like it's more important every year. Yeah. It's yeah, but I feel like it used to be dominated by guys who were I felt like smaller, like uh shorter right. corners and things like this. But now the nickel corner, I guess because tight ends have become so yeah, important in the league yes. that, that they're so going big. to yeah, that now maybe that's the kind of guy that you're trying to, you know, find a bigger version to hang with those. Because you think of like a Dante Jackson going up against some big yeah. tight end. It's Darnell just, Washington. Yeah. Just, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Darnell no Washington. Way. That's a great yeah. example. So I wonder if that has to do with it. And again, Jeremy Chin is one of those players who's just the conundrum. It's the, it's like, how do you crack the code on this player? And I, if you would have asked me that after his rookie year, how do you crack the code on Jeremy Chin? I'd say just get him in there. I, I I think it's almost crazy that he's become more complicated of a player throughout the time. I don't think so. He's become less complicated. Or he's he's just been utilized. He had his best season, and they decided to change everything he did the next year. Like that's in in what world would you like? I could understand the let's look at Reddick for instance. San Reddick for the first. Four years of his entire time. He was a linebacker. He was a linebacker, and they were playing him in a bad position. You should have changed him up, and you should have done something differently. Now, Jeremy Chin, his first year, they had used him in a versatile, different, you know, a lot of different versatile ways. But they, they mainly, he was in that linebacker and up close to the to the, to line, the line of scrimmage, stop and runs. And he did his best. He did he did an incredible job in that first rookie year. And then ever since then, they've moved him into a different position that he isn't playing the same way. It, it doesn't make a tremendous amount of sense to me to take what he was doing good and remove him from that and move him back just because he has the ability to, to run fast. Well, we're all interested in what the way to fix it, you know, how to use him and how to deploy him. But if that is what he is, does well, why is he with the corners? <laughs> I mean, again, it's you know nickel corner. Yeah, so, I think that is yeah. that it can't. I mean, if the what if we said Jeremy Chin's going to be the nickel corner two months ago, what would you have said? That that's probably I mean, wanting to play him up closer to the line of scrimmage. I would say yeah, that's that's what they want to do. They want to use him more in that hybrid linebacker corner safety role. It's like a blend between the three yeah. of them. Do you think it would be mainly to be able to disguise blitzes and yeah, one hundred percent. And that nickel blitz is something that uh, I know Rogero Rivero used to great effect with the Broncos. Yeah. So you know, and he's the perfect player to do it. He's fast, he's aggressive. You know, I you know, it's this is going to be a, a big time year for Jeremy Chin because if you look at the guys that we know we have to pay, the you know uh, we're about to pay Brian Burns, Derek Brown, J.C. Horn. I think Jeremy Chin is the odd man out in that in that group of premier defensive players. So this year is probably more important for him than almost anyone else on our defense. Him and Derek Brown is a very big deal for the both. Well, yeah, financially. Now that business, Brown is going to make some money this year. Yeah, yeah, is. This is Chin's last year, right? Like this is under contract. Under yeah, contract. he's in a contract. Yeah, he'll be a free agent next year, right? Second yeah. round pick, you get four years with them. Four years. Year, year four. Year, yeah. And now uh, – Derek Brown, did they pick up his fifth-year option? Yeah, they did. They yes. didn't pick up C.J. Henderson, so this is okay. C.J. Henderson's last year, <laughs> uh, yeah, deservedly so. Yeah. Um, or he's a free agent. You know, now it's not always bad. Like uh, last year, um, 
who's the defensive tackle for the Washington Commanders? Uh, Ron uh, Payne, something Payne maybe. Deron Payne. Deron, yeah, and he they didn't pick up his fourth, fifth year option, and then he went and balled out and got a contract. Yeah. yeah. Chase Young is not didn't pick up his fifth year option. Yeah. And he could potentially like so if he goes out and has 16 sacks and plays like he did his rookie year, he could go be making a ton of money. So it's not always a terrible thing for these players, but it does mean this is that the team is interested in saying this. You got to prove it rather than us just knowing that we're trying to find a way to rent you for a little bit longer or find a way to get this deal done. Now, as we continue to go and talk about this 2023 training camp, what is there? What do you want to see? As this team, like um, when we come back on, I mean, obviously, when we come back on Saturday, you want to see more. Yeah. <laughs> we want to see, uh, what do you want to see? Closer. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, right. But, see the players yeah, at all. Yeah. Know? I mean, uh, not have to use binoculars, maybe, but we will be at Gibbs Stadium on Saturday for the get. What is it? What is it called, TK? The, get, the Back Together Saturday. Back Together and that's, Saturday. That's a NFL wide thing. So there's going to be probably. Uh, a lot of different things regarding that while well, when we're when we get there they're gonna have entertainment uh, all that stuff but the things that are important to people listening today that are going to be able to uh, matter are going to be the practice and we're all going to be on one field and this time there is no reason to worry about having to worry how far away the practice is taking place they're gonna be in front of us and it'll be a lot easier yeah it's gonna be at a, a literal stadium so you get like stadium seating yeah, yeah. now what do you want to see the in a less joking manner but as this team, you know, you get to come back Saturday, Cody. Yeah. What do you want to see improve, change, or learn about this team? Well, I want to see more Terrence Marshall Jr. I think we're all kind of disappointed that he's been pretty much absent. You know, he had a couple plays, but his, you know, yesterday he wasn't even getting left with the ones, I don't believe. I think he rotates. I think it's a rotation because Shai Smith wasn't there at the ones today. Yeah. Um, DJ Chark has been very impressive, I feel like, but um, uh, Terrence Marshall Jr. I want to see more from. And, again, the, to the degree that we're able to see the offensive line formation, to me that's one of the, the biggest question marks going into the season is, you know, who's going to be left guard, who's going to be right guard. You know, we don't know uh, yet what the timetable for Corbett's return is. So and He's on the pup, so the, yeah. he's not going to. And there's a on the pup, yeah. too. Yeah, so you're going to have – you're going to see K. Mays. You're going to see Brady Christensen. Um, and this was impossible for us to tell what the offensive line and defensive line was doing today. It was yeah. so far away. Um, and even if you were in that corner spot, that I think the way they were on the field on the other side. So they were they picked the farthest point from eyeballs to play yeah. to practice today. Like even if we would have been sitting in a better location, it still would have been far away. Yeah. Right. But. What we did and in the see, sun, yeah, and in the sun. But what we did see that CK brought up is well, at one point I thought yesterday's practice was shorter, yeah, right. Is yesterday's practice ended at like 11 45, right? Now it depends on like we, we didn't time all the drills and things, so there might have been a way that like they got slower start or some different things. But today's practice went longer, and at mm-hmm. one point I thought it was over, I thought it was over, and all the entire offensive line walked off. Yeah. And we had a cool discussion about this is that talking about the heat, the fatigue and the big boys. CK, you brought this up is that in a game you I mean, yes, you are exerting yourself for three hours. Right. But you have the opportunity of the defense to take over 
for you to go sit, get some oxygen, get some water and hydrate. Yeah, yeah, things like that. Quarters, halftime, timeouts. I mean, you have a lot of different things that contribute to you being able to catch your breath a little bit. Um, That on top of the fact that the heat is – ridiculous out there yeah um it makes sense why these guys are needing to maybe ease them into the the practice and they talked about that jack actually talked about that in his uh his interview he was saying that uh he was asked about how this uh this staff compares to the other staffs that he's been on he's like i'm not going to comment on what other staffs did i'm not going to do that but i can tell you uh this staff knows how to take care of its players he's like we're starting earlier we're getting out of here earlier they're not leaving us out there in the heat for two hours, two and a half hours, or however long, you know, previous regimes might have been doing that. He's like, we're able to actually breathe and recuperate. Um, and uh, and I, I imagine Monday with pads is probably going to be even more conservative with how long they're on the field. It, um, it shows you, too, just how much of experience plays into this. And we talked about the man who will not be named anymore, right, um, and about how – you know, is the real is the questions that jump from college to the NFL and things like this. But this staff, and not to get to dwell on him, but this staff has so much football NFL experience yeah. on it from both players, like a player standpoint. Like our coaches are experienced coaches, but they were also experienced players at one point. And I feel like that that's just translating into the design of how things done, maybe the efficiency of practices, the choices that are made. It's like that. But when these when the offensive line, when they all walked off and we we're like, oh, is practice over? And they were they just went to the tent, not the medical tent. Well, I guess it's technically the medical tent in yeah. some way where it doesn't have the but they went and got in the shade and you just expected them to be like getting liquid IVs or whatever, like the drink or Something, electrolyte, yeah, whatever. Uh, Here's a banana. And they just did that right. seven on seven. And and that's where they actually aired it out. Uh, we talked about yesterday, and I know we've you know touched on Bryce already, but they didn't air it out but one time. Bryce had four deep throws today, four yeah. attempts at the very yeah. least, yeah. Uh, maybe even five. Yeah. Um, he had one that was a slight overthrow to right. Dylan. There was another one that was a little deeper that was actually a really good throw. I think it might have been to Chark, but it uh, he had hit a throw a little uh, shorter because uh, there was a defender uh, obviously too far down there. Um, and uh, then there was the, the mango uh, diving the mango catch. diving catch yeah. the. Uh, and the chark one that you guys uh, say happened. Uh, <laughs> that, he doesn't believe it happened. It did happen. Pull the tape. Pull the tape. Uh, well, how do we continue now? So I think that uh, Cody brought up a lot of good points about how we want to continue to see some of these players just get involved. Yeah, it's right? more of them. As you, when you get here, when you come back on Saturday, Cody, and we actually get to see the offensive line, yeah. what will you be looking for? Oh man! So I mean, I mean, I'm gonna be looking at what kind of, you know, run scheme. You know, I, I, I feel like we're gonna be doing a lot of power run, which I feel like we have the the type of running backs to be able to do that. Um, and, and I also think with the type of uh, passing attack that we're gonna have, it's gonna be pivotal to set up our run first. So you know, we have to. It's like bread and butter football. We have to be big and physical on the line. We have to run the football effectively. You know, when we do pass the ball, we take advantage of those 10 to 15-yard shots, which is where Adam Thielen is, is going to thrive, and then uh, and Jonathan Mingo, for that matter. Uh, and then uh, that's going to open up the ability for you to take shots downfield. And I've said for months now, I'm, you know, I'm not ready to put Bryce, you know, to pigeonhole him sure. as this dink-and-dunk quarterback. I kind of think that 
as it finds more of a rhythm, he's going to let it rip and push the ball downfield. He's thrown it downfield. It's just I think what we it, all these things can be true at the same time. Is like a distributor, like a guy that can dish it out and go through his progressions, can get all the receivers involved, which a lot of times when you're saying all the receivers involved, that is a middle of the field short passing attack. It's not every guy has the ability to go 30 yards before you're getting sacked. So I think it's just going to, you're going to see a player that can do a lot of everything. And that's why he was drafted number one. I'm going to give the mic now to CK here, and we'll start with Vol Guy's question here. Vol Guy, who is a super fan, a C3 super fan, you can be a super fan by just hitting that join button for $1.99. And guess what? We got a new emoji that Greg doesn't even know about. Yeah. Is it a blanket? Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, it's, it's called wet blanket. Okay. But I couldn't get a wet blanket like emoji that looked good enough that you knew exactly what it is. So it's a dripping T-shirt on a clothesline with a blanket underneath. That works. So um, <laughs> he asked this is what do you, what do you what's, how does Mingo look? I mean, Mingo, I, I think he's been pretty impressive. And the fact that he has maintained nothing in, in the ones rotation, like the people that they're alternating is, Terrace Marshall and Shot Smith and not Mingo tells me all I need to know about Mingo's uh, pedigree that he has coming into this. They, they said nothing but positive things about him. Reich has said nothing but positive things. And when we look at that deep pass that Greg says was a horrible throw, um, that was a fantastic catch, like diving catch that could have easily just been an incompletion. But it was like it was very good. He caught up to the ball, and it ended up being uh, a very, very uh, – very positive play, and that's going to make Bryce look good. It's going to make Mingo look good. Uh, but Mingo, he's got uh, – I think he's got the chops, and I'm worried that that means that uh, TMJ might, again, be having to struggle a little bit to get time on the field. I feel like uh, – and we'll, we'll, we'll let Greg chime in on this one first. Um, CK said this, is that when we were talking about Matt Corral, is he's just in a position where he has to take chances, where he has to – distinguish himself and overcome adverse circumstances. It's just, unfortunately, the a bad hand that was dealt because of an injury. Oh, actually, we'll do, it's kind of a two-part. We'll start with one, and I'm coming back to it. Greg, you mentioned this, is that if Matt Corral doesn't get hurt last year, this, this is, is his team. Or, yeah, or not. No, I mean, no, like, if he doesn't like, get hurt, he played a lot more last year. than. And he you know. Yeah, right. You know, right. You know if he can do it mm-hmm. or you believe he can become a NFL starting quarterback. Right. Now the, the, the climb, the, the climb would have been hard, high, steep enough. Mm-hmm. Right. The trail would have been difficult for Matt Corral under a team that was coached by the man who will not be named. Mm-hmm. And then also like all the circumstances of just being a team that wasn't successful. Yeah. That's a steep climb already, but now he's got like three plays to do it. Right. Yeah, yeah I, I I wonder, and we mentioned this earlier, you know, we traded up in the third round to get Matt Corral. We were a quarterback hungry team. We were looking for the answer. Thirsty team, yeah. And I, I feel like that uh, had he not got injured, that we may be looking at the Matt Corral show right now. No Bryce Young. I don't know if that would have been better or not, but my question was, with us being the quarterback thirsty team and trading up for him, where do we think he would have gone otherwise? Like, do we think Matt Corral would have been taken in the third round or he'd have fallen to the fifth or sixth round? Like, does anybody else see him as a starter other than us? Who was thirsty? This is a great segue to the next part of the question here. And this is what irritates me. There's three people in our history that I think exemplify this. 
I'm going to put it in three names that you're not going to really love right now. Devin Funches, Matt Corral, Salad Boy. and now Terrace Marshall Jr. All players who you traded up for mm-hmm. who were not necessarily needed to, to be traded up. We did trade up for Terrace Marshall, right? Mm, or did he fall? No, I thought Terrace he traded up a little bit. And he, he was, was, a, he was a second round pick. And yeah, it was fairly, fairly early. I just feel now. Uh, we're hitting the point, particularly where Mingo from day one looks like he belongs. Yeah. Right. He looks like he's like, man, this is a guy that right away, no developmental time. Like, yeah, it's like, is he going to come in and be your, like a, a star this year? And uh, he said uh, during his press conference that he went out to California and got in some one on one time with Bryce throwing the ball and, and training. So that's, you know, the fact that yeah. they're already making an effort to do that, that's awesome. I feel Terrace Marshall Jr. Sadly, I hate to say this because when just a, a month ago or We're three weeks alive. ago, I'm thinking he's he could be a breakout player this right. year. All of a sudden, he could really f- flourish with a great quarterback and a veteran with uh, Adam Thielen beside him and and Shark taking the top off. And this is yeah. a big body guy that can do a lot of everything really well and go down. But now he feels like one of these guys who has to make a make an impression. Yeah. Uh, Chat is reminding us that we traded back for Terrace Marshall. Oh, traded. Back. Yeah, that was the year that Federer kept on moving back, acquiring okay. more picks, and uh, Terrace Marshall Jr. fell to us. I will say the Mingo and Bryce Young thing making the connection is a really, really good deal because that's a that's a beneficial for both of them. For Bryce Young to have a guy coming in the same year he is that has talent and make him look better, and the same with Mingo to have a guy, a good guy throwing to him to make it, it works for both of them. It reminds me of AJ Green and Andy Dalton. Type deal. To be honest, uh, not, not comparing I mean, Andy yeah, Dalton to yeah, Bryce I mean, Young, because but they're not too far, right, right? Because I think I believe AJ Green was like a top. He was like five a six pick. or seventh yeah, pick, I, mean, I think. Yeah, top ten pick. Then you got, I mean, Dalton was actually a deep pick. Right? He was in the that, second round, yeah. But middle you are, round. I mean, you're seeing a lot of examples throughout the NFL or in in the past where quarterbacks have flourished. Young quarterbacks have flourished when they have a real weapon right. right and you could go you can go dalton and aj green who's on the team right now yeah. you can go jamar chase and and, Burr, Burr. Yeah. and the idea if mango all of a sudden becomes a player and you know what there's always a player in 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 an nfl draft where you go oh this class is weak oh they're not a first round talent and then you come back three years later and you look at it and they are a freaking star Right. And yeah. so, look, is that this this draft was weak at wide receiver or at least, yeah, I would say a weak wide receiver class. And at the very. If that's over, if that's a poor way of saying it, because you're saying, hey, there's talent in there. They were an undersized class. There were no they weren't very fast. Yeah. Like the only the, yeah. the, the run, the the combine they, they, that was one of the biggest uh they were more quick than yeah, they were fast that was one of the most headline one of the biggest headlines of the combine is that the wide receiver class was extremely disappointing from the 40 they're all yeah they're all six foot one and under we are frozen again on frozen it's in yeah. time hold on let me refresh in my dude because this thing's not plugged in it's not plugged in the power's not on oh but it was working so i wasn't going to say anything Uh, white chocolate can they hear us? Yeah, uh, hey, uh, Jack, tell us if you can hear us. We know the video is froze, but um,
There we go. Yeah, right, we're back. Yeah, we're, back. Yeah, we're back. We're back. Audio is good. Now it's a blue screen. Now we're here. We're back. Don't worry. You didn't come here, but you might have come here to look at Cody's beautiful face. <laughs> you didn't come here for mine. You came here for this voice. The voice that makes a voice. Shame these guys. There's 114 people in there. Let's get some thumbs up. Hey, this is proof that this is my real voice now. You guys are all here to witness this, and I have no soundboard to mess with. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, you guys have come here to talk about the Carolina Panthers training camp. You've showed up, you've showed out, you've been here talking in chat, and those that haven't, I have one thing to say to all you absolute freaks that haven't hit that like button yet. Subscriber shame. Hey, hey man, thank you so much for everybody who came out to Monster Subs today. But not only is this, is this isn't how advertising works, folks. It's not just a dollar-for-dollar dollar thing right here. If you come to Spartanburg on Saturday or over the next couple of weeks or in the future, put it in your brain, imprint it in your brain, there's a monster on the loose. Monster Subs and Grub. Great food right here. Help support local business is one thing. My sister-in-law, my sister-in-law, my brother-in-law owns a restaurant. My little sister is owns a restaurant. And, and it's a it's small. Well, business is tough. People underestimate this in that because there are so much examples of success in this world where you see like Uber success. And you're like, oh, Elon Musk is a billionaire and he's wacky right now, changing Twitter to X and all this stuff. But if you really think about this podcast, do you know how hard it is to make a buck? In this world, yeah. it's difficult. And so we've got to band together. That's what this is about, locking arms together and supporting each other. You support the show by smashing the thumbs up button, by subscribing, and just giving us your time. Man, I can't tell you this. is that You can't put a price on someone's time. And I am amazed at how many people listen to this podcast. I don't even know if I'd listen to my own podcast for four right. hours. <laughs> so, I mean, and people tune in every Tuesday night. They stay up. Pickle. Tuesday and Friday, we do yeah. four-hour shows. Yeah. Yeah. Wait until this post-game. The first, oh, do the post-game shows. Oh, yeah. Jay Stubbs says Greg could be a Game of Thrones extra. <laughs> John Snow is got a new one coming out for that. So <laughs> oh, they got a bunch coming out. Yeah, there you go. hopefully they'll film, film it in Wilmington. We get you in there. There you go. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. know if that's gonna win. So, gonna uh, win. so as we go back, is like as we continue now. We were talking about Terrence Marshall Jr. and really, it's time to make plays, right? And it's unfortunate in here is that. And what's the the craziest part about this to me? Is the one time I moment I start to come around on Terrace Marshall Jr. Yeah, I was, it now he's disappeared because this is Cody told me Terrace Marshall Jr. is the guy. This guy's got the talent. He does so. all of this, and I said this. I, I told the old Greg, I need to see it. I, I was going to say that's what happens when you put faith in something before you see it. But problem, you know, like, you get disappointed. Yeah, there were some great catches he made today. Yeah, like well, I couldn't see it. I, like, that wasn't yeah. my just. Hey, listen, now I got those not that I didn't see it. That I have. Couldn't see it. We actually might have missed it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It, was, it was way over there. Yeah, yeah. 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 So and, and it's it, he was the guy with the hoodie. It was hard to miss. You know, which by the way. How insane is that? That he's out there and that he wearing a hoodie. I just one guy had long sleeves on. Yeah, I saw people with sweatpants and long sleeve shirts on That's there today. Crazy. Yeah. Too much. Doing too much. Doing too much. Yeah. Doing too much. It, it, you know, and thank God we had Cody today because we got the tent. We had the uh, VIP yeah, treatment. We, the- we are going to have to reach out to the Carolina Panthers and say this is when we get here on Saturday, we're going to have to find a way to get Cody up there to get this Bryce Young. Jersey, yeah, I have, it, it was the um, access. Now they did; they were very accommodating today yeah, for us. It wasn't that. like it was yeah. 
inaccessible by any means. Well, but the, the the practice itself wasn't inaccessible, but the ability to actually go down and get any type of autograph is one thousand percent inaccessible, from what yeah. I could tell. Yeah. Well, um, you know what I was saying on the way here to this place. David Temper needs to hurry up with that practice facility, man. Oh, David. how about this? We learned. We got some uh, in, not inside information. So CK and I are here till through Saturday, but we, we leave on Sunday. Yeah. And so tomorrow is a day of nothing, right? There's no practice. So yeah. we're like, this is when we're going to go get some. We're going to do some stuff for the show. Like we're going to get some B-roll. That's a fancy term for just random shots, right? And we said, I told CK, I said, I wish – Rock Hill wasn't that far away, so we could go just take the drone because CK is a licensed drone pilot. If anybody needs any, uh, you know, contractual work here, get this guy into that business. Continue so we can. But I said, let's take the drone. I wish we could take the drone out and go look at what this rubble like. This I felt like it was going to be Greg, like something from like The Walking Dead, like uh, Ivy just growing, growing yeah. up. This yeah. like, and, yeah. and so uh, CK actually goes, hey. Well, why not? I mean, how he said, how far is it? It's like, it's like an hour and a half. He's like, well, we don't really have anything to do on Friday. Why don't we go do it? Yeah. So then I'm into it now because I was like, oh, I didn't want to drag him up here and do all this because he's in on it. So we were hanging out, by the way, last night. We're staying at the Marriott in Spartanburg. And we. What room? <laughs> uh, yeah. Come and drop off some money, some <laughs> gifts. Uh, send the. I'm married. I can't say that. Uh, um, but here we go. Is this is we uh, we were sitting at the, we were in the meet all the media. David Newton, Joe. By the way, I know you guys like to make fun of David Newton. David Newton's a goat. He's the goat. He's the we, best. We had David Newton, the goat. We had Joe Person, the wordsmith. We had Cool Cat Mike K, who might even stop by still. Cool Cat Mike K. That's a my nickname that I gave him. We were part of the media. In fact, they were looking at us. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so we asked uh, oh and Nick Carboni who's the cool actually we call him I call him nice Nick now because he is he's just completely the nicest dude to, uh, to us every time and I said what's the deal with Rock Hill he said they just blew it up they blew it up yesterday we missed it by a day oh, no. we missed it by a day they literally blew it up wow wow that's yeah. crazy I know like, so now it can't be a uh, Halloween Express anymore but I gotta tell you, <laughs> I love Spartanburg. This is a cool place. It's my first time being here. But I, I wouldn't mind a training facility in Charlotte that's like brand new, state of the art. I heard they're building one in Greenville, North Carolina. Oh man. A tell training me. facility in Greenville, North Carolina. We're hoping that, right? Uh, no, it's like so Cody, Cody's gonna I mean he's got uh, a, a He's campaign. trying to push that. I got you. I see what you're doing. Tony's trying to uh get me to Greenville. North Carolina. He's already got you a lease. I don't know if you know. I mean, I'm already. My uh, my brother-in-law is uh, also a real estate agent, so I'm working on. I got him searching for rental properties. For properties, (laughs) we got you. And I know what your mom wants. She wants goats. Goats. She's not talking about no, no, she doesn't. I have five goats. You don't want goats. They're not adorable. They are. Yeah. You ever tried to fence in a goat? No, I love my goats until I have to go get them out, like put them in their fence seven, eight, nine times a day. Oh yeah, yeah. I've had cops telling me my goats uh, are out. What were we supposed to do? We were doing something, and Greg goes, "I don't know if I'm going to be able to make it today, guys. Uh, The police are here." About my goats. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) goats are fantastic. They really are cool animals, but. uh, 
build a very, very high, very, very uh, solid, sturdy. Yeah, way, way to keep them in wherever you're trying to get them because they can jump over anything. They are um... – well, well, hopefully Terrace Marshall Jr. will jump into the action like this. Good jumping out of there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they're nimble. Like they, they can literally walk anything. Like they can walk on a fence top. Yeah. Well, they're, they're I mean, that mountain nimble. goats are. They yeah, can it's crazy. And that's why they can yeah. dance around the Rockies. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Now, do you have to mow your lawn, or do the or do the goats just? No, they just eat the neighbor's grass. Yeah, they eat the neighbor's <laughs> grass. I, I mainly got them to get rid of all the poison ivy in my poison ivy, poison oak in my yard. But once that was gone, it's like, well, now I guess I got to feed you. All right, so Bryce Young, the year of our quarterback. Man, it's really nice now, uh, CK, to have, you know, just an answer. Yeah. Now, I know Greg says, like, let's not put the cart before the horse in a way, but it might not. It's not that he's going to necessarily work, which we, I mean, right. we do believe, right? We have optimism. We have reason to believe. Right. But here's the thing that we haven't had in the past since cam since yeah. cam was released we didn't have a firm direction mm-hmm. and it was just like it was just the let's keep throwing crap against the wall and hope something sticks but not really being committed to something and yeah. seeing it to the end it just felt like we were constantly chasing ourselves mm-hmm. like we 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 get we let go of Cam Newton. We get Teddy Bridgewater. We still have to pay Teddy Bridgewater, but we cut him after yeah, one. Yeah, but year. we don't like it because we almost were good, and but it wasn't enough to get more than five wins, right? Right. And then we trade for Sam Darnold and gave away quite a bit to trade for Sam Darnold. We'll pick up his fifth year option. Chase Deshaun Watson in the process. Yeah, and then we end up trading for uh, Baker Mayfield, and like it just felt like we were constant. And none of those were long term answers. And nobody, there was never a real commitment. Like it was never, it was just a hope that it would work, not a belief that it would. Right. Yeah. And this is, that's where where Bryce Young does give mm-hmm. us this, is that whether or not he's under, you know, it's like he, he can have deficiencies, right? He can have a size question. You can have these issues. But you know what? You have a, you've committed to a player now. And now if it, it doesn't mean it's going to turn into a Super Bowl, it doesn't mean, but you have made a plan of action. You have been like he was on the field decisive mm-hmm. yeah i mean i think before with everything else we had they were trying to catch lightning in a bottle you know like you said there was no plan you're it's, buying the dollar lotto ticket it, not the exactly 20 dollar mm-hmm. and you can win all, yeah and you can win all the 20 dollar lotto ticket but it's like what one out of every 25 win whereas if you spend 20 dollars yeah. one of every four is going to win you got a much better chance it's a much better plan going forward i feel better after watching camp today i didn't see a ton of stuff but i feel better maybe it's just me seeing football again well, feeling yeah, like football's Greg closer needed just to see to see well, it's kind of like you were you were the Dalton thomas yeah. Do you remember? Sure. And he's like this, and you're like, "Hey, is that Jesus?" And he's like, "I gotta see the boy." And he's like, <laughs> "Well, the thing, I think I think one of the things that might also be helping Greg is it doesn't look like Bryce is that small behind that line. No, it really like, isn't. It's like when you actually see it, it like five ten sounds bad, mm-hmm. but when you saw him get behind the line and the fact that he like he didn't have batted balls today." Like, it wasn't like he was having trouble getting the ball to the receivers today. He was able to get the ball down. He clearly could see the field well. Like, you could see that. And I think that's going to take away a lot of that because a lot of the fear is the height. A lot of people have that fear. For me, it's even just – it's not even the height. It's just the – to you know, kind of the thing that comes with height, and that is just being undersized, like a, the smaller guy. You worry about his durability. Yeah. Basically. I mean, and, and is look, his bad luck happens to big guys. Bad luck can happen to him. 
I, I think too is like you said is that some of these look Bryce has been this is Bryce has said this he's like I've done this my whole life like I know you guys are concerned with my small size and my soul etc but like Greg Greg and I are not the tallest fellows in the world sorry Greg I didn't mean to call you out no, I don't care <laughs> or or like uh, Cody had the best joke the other day what Remember the joke you were like, and I said, Yeah, but I don't remember what you said. Was, I, I remember what I, I said. I said, He's tired of that. Uh, oh, I said, Somebody's tired of that chair. And Cody goes, Tell me about yeah, it. Yeah, you said something like, oh, He's tired of sitting in the same chair all the time. Like, yeah. Tell me about it. <laughs> exactly. So, is that what Bryce has always played with people who are bigger than him? Yeah. So, you know, it's not like he's all of a sudden, this is new yeah. to him, right? It's new for us to get accustomed to. I think why Greg is truly now on board with Bryce Young is because I'm convinced that Bryce Young is going to send a, a, a handwritten thank you note to everybody who attended camp. It's yeah. all as nice as this guy. Like, he's so now, nice. Man. He's so polite. It's like, I, if I actually, at this point, if I don't get a handwritten thank you from Bryce Young, I'm going to be disappointed. That's why you don't, what is it? You don't give like a, once you start something like you can't, Oh, uh-huh. I did this as a kid. Once I said, man, I'm going to have my, my neighbor. She like, uh, she, uh, traveled a lot and her grass you know sometimes so you offered to yeah, well i was like oh i'm gonna cut her grass and i started cutting this grass when it was push mower these are you know this is the 80s mm-hmm. yeah this is push mower days and this stuff was so thick i am struggling <laughs> and then you get a quarter and then once you start you can't you stop, stop right yeah. oh my this is my buddy said is like i was i used to wear a shirt and tie to work before the pandemic and he said oh you wear a shirt you wear a tie on the first day you gotta wear it every day because all of a sudden it's like they're like, oh, what is it? Casual Tuesday, casual yeah. Friday. Mm-hmm. You're like, no, nah, I'm dressed up. I just didn't wear the tie. So now he's so polite, he's gonna have to send me a letter. Yeah, he has to send me a thank you letter. Yeah, man. I'm just pumped about this season. The more and more time goes on, you know, the more I realize that we're closer to football. We're at training camp. Like it's all it's all happening, man. Like uh, hope springs eternal for the Carolina Panthers, and I'm uh, I'm excited that. Uh, no, it's the year of our QB, twenty C three. Maybe it's a it's a special one. Greg was talking about this. Is football is right around the corner? It's like preseason game is what? Like two weeks, I think. Yeah, two middle weeks. of August. Yeah. Um, now I am. We've had an incredible off season this year. We've had so much support and growth from our fans, right? Um, and and this is the deadest time of the year. And like, well, it was. yeah, it was. And now it's actually picking up. We've had advertisers contact us and things, and we don't pursue it. But some people would send me a and they go, oh, well, send us the metrics. And I'm like, dang, like you always are asking me to add to add because they're preparing for the football season. Right. But my re- most recent metrics are always the worst of our entire calendar year. Right, right. But our metrics, our offseason metrics have been better this year than they have been in past years. And, uh, and and what that does is success breeds the expectation of success. Yeah. So last year we had such growth in the podcast. And we were like getting hundreds of subscribers a week. And then you have a week where you get like four. You're like, our, our views only went up a thousand. This off season was so much to talk about. We've had two major things happen. Yeah. We had a change in the coaching staff one that brought excitement and a positive change, mm-hmm. right? And then we also got traded up and got the number one pick. Next year, next year, you want to talk about feeling a long offseason. Yeah, yeah, we're not going to have and a whole then, lot so was, I was telling Cody about this. We were all talking about this, and then he brought up the one other thing. 
we have a lot of money to spend. Oh, well, no, that actually. That's the, we don't that's, even that's have the, a draft pick, though. We don't yeah, have a pressure on draft pick. We don't have a pressure on draft pick. That is the one good thing, is that we're set to have a lot of the free agent dollars. So I'm hoping that that will be uh, something that you know, we do. Let's say Bryce has a great year, and they're bringing a lot of free agent players that they think can really build the team. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, no first-round draft pick. Uh, this, you know, We're not going to be drafting a quarterback. It's going to be the second year for our coaching staff. You know, it's it's not going to be as exciting uh, of an offseason. But, dude, let me tell y'all, I'd much prefer a more exciting season and a more boring offseason. Right. No, and no, no. Let's year. have this. Yeah. Is like we let's have our cake and eat it too. Let's right. have this. <laughs> right. Let's have this fantastic offseason this year. Yeah. And have great success. Yeah. In the year of twenty C three, and then next year, the next year's offseason, have a bunch of money to spend <laughs> with right. the with the idea of. Oh wait, we're good and we're gonna get better. Mm-hmm. Now, um, my my son, my bastard son, White Chocolate Espresso, has asked this: Is how did DJ Johnson look? And as we speak about free agency here, in a certain case, now I would say this: Couldn't see him. That would be my answer to you, Kev. And this, what we need someone to ask. Well, I mean, I see Chris Jenkins next. I'll talk to him because he's a man of the people, mm-hmm. and he's the one that will ask the questions that we ask. We gotta ask him to ask. Why do they practice on the backfield? We need yeah. to know. We need to know the real answer. Oh, Don't give us the know. politician answer. They may already know. Like if, if, if I mean, you got to keep in mind they're probably well, made tell aware us. of a few different pieces and and whatnot. I mean, it might be worth Nick Carboni didn't. I said to Nick, I said yesterday, yeah. I said, do you have a sense that is practice going to run like today? Kind of timeline yeah, where it was. He said, and he was just honest. He said, Don't I have no idea. I basically, yeah. they have more access, but they don't have necessarily more. Right. It, it, I'm not trying to diminish their insights again. I'm just saying it's not like they have secret knowledge. Right, right, right. You know, so as we go, my first question to you or point, Kev, couldn't see it. But as we continue to go back to the free agency talk here, is that we have some questions on this team. And if you said this right now, as with all the optimism we have, this team looks like it's going to be an offensive-driven team, or at least that's what, we, like yesterday, right. it was crazy to say this. It's like, holy cow, we're going to have an offensive team? You know, we're not. The, the whole strategy of our success isn't holding the opponent under right. 17 points. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, which is all of our success in the past has really been generated around defensive teams yeah. in so many ways. The question is, do we add? The, where, where are the questions on this team? Right. Because I think we say this. I think we're walking out of here with optimism about the offense. Look, Greg is even believing in Bryce Young. That's crazy. Let, let me be clear. I'm impressed with what I saw with Bryce Young. I still need to see him do it in a football game so with, he's pa- not, he's with, pads, believe- with pads on. He's I was here. impressed. Here. Right. I was impressed. Too strong of a word he's going to make right Bryce Young right. hold up his hands and have the little. The holes in them. Now, do I think he can do it based on what I've seen? Yeah, I think that he. I think that he can come on, but I still want to see it before yeah. I crown him. But uh, the, man, but, I love your eyes. Yeah. <laughs> so we get this offensive, uh, but but I feel like this is at the very uh, those are reasonable questions. But when we walk in, is you were saying this is there aren't really any stars on the offense. You know, what I'm saying it's like some good players and some things. But now I'm looking at DJ Shark, and I'm telling you this: DJ Shark is a not a just a one trick pony. He's not a Robbie Anderson. It's just uh, what we want you to do is have three catches for 100 yards and a touchdown, right? We, I I think if DJ Shark can stay healthy, he can do everything. 
He yeah. can take the top off a of defense. Mm-hmm. He's big enough to be a possession receiver. He's fast. You know, like he can get separation, all of these different things. So I think we're coming out of this saying our offense has tools. And Cody has been making this point for a while. Is like we're not just going to be – like there's an opportunity that this offense can be very, very good. Yes. The questions, though, continue to go to the other side of the ball. Yeah. One is like how's the defense going to look under a completely new system? Two, the questions about the health of our cornerback room, right? Yeah. And three, we know number zero yeah. is a hero. But where is the question on that defensive front? Uh, I mean, or, and I know people are like, it's not a defensive end. It's an outside linebacker. The guy on the other guy, not named other side, yeah, Brian Burns. Well, I mean, DJ Johnson is a big dude. I mean, I think that we're forgetting this dude is six foot four, 270 He's pounds. He's like that yeah. hammer. And part of the reason that they drafted him is they want to be able to set a physical edge. They do not team, they do not want teams to be able to bounce the ball to the outside against the Panthers. And that's you know, you draft a player like that to help you do just that. Um, it, it's all about pass rushing. At this point, like figuring out what he is going to offer, uh, getting after the quarterback, and and right now, I mean, he's one of three names that we're considering: Marquise Haynes. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, YGM, which that's mm-hmm. a name that most people don't want to hear, uh, and and DJ Johnson, and uh, yeah, I mean, to me, it's, it's anyone's guess as of right now. I would love for it to be, uh, you know, a uh, a rookie player, just because I feel like we never have rookies that just come out and just ball out, maybe Jeremy Chen. But, you know, I would, I would be heartened to see DJ Johnson do something real big time this year. Well, there, there was one play in particular, the one where I saw Derek Brown get in the backfield, and uh, Bryce Young was, was, was getting flattened on this play if it was a real-life, like, real play. Uh, not his fault. They're like, as soon as he turned around, after he took a step, he turned around, uh, the guys were in his face. But there was two defenders. Was Johnson the other guy? I couldn't tell who it was. One was Brown. He was getting closed in on both sides. He was going to get smashed in real life, but I don't know who the other guy was. One was Dude, Brown. I, I couldn't tell you. Okay. I, 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 Brown and um, I don't know, maybe Bravion Roy. I'm not, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Oh, yeah. no. it was Bravion, so we learned something know. yesterday about yeah, Bravion. He is a big short. He is short. He's a teapot. He's short. <laughs> <laughs> and when I say stout, he's like, like you said, you said a boulder, and yeah, you know, he's boulder. like a boulder with arms, yeah, and feet. <laughs> I don't even know if he's got legs. Arms, feet, and a face. Kool Aid man. <laughs> All right. But so. once it starts rolling, hard to stop. Yeah. So what do we do? What do we do about we that position? The best case scenario is that the answers on our team already. Yeah. All right. Now, um, my my biggest concern <laughs> on our defense is the linebacking core. I I just I and it's just because. Kind of similar to Greg. Well, I want to see it before I start. Brandon Smith made an interception. Yeah, I'm a big fan of Brandon Smith, um, but I just don't necessarily know how it's going to look like that. I'm more like Bat Daddy, and I want to see it before I start to say how great they're going to be. But I mean, I don't know about Shaq Thompson and Frankie Lubu as inside oh, linebackers yeah. in the three four. Like, I don't know what that looks like yet. Y'all know that's their next shirt, right? I want to see it. That's, that's the next uh, tagline for a shirt. I want to see it. That means a lot of different things. A lot of different things. <laughs> I want to see it. Yeah, yeah but that's true. <laughs> I want to see it with regard to Matt Burton, uh, right? We don't say his name. Yeah. Uh, I want to see it with <laughs> Bryce Young, but I also want to see it with Terrace Marshall Jr. Like, yeah. I, like, listen, I, I've been I, I told it. you 
he has the biggest potential of everybody on this team, in my opinion. And so I need to see it. Yeah. You know, I saw, did you guys see that John Ross retired? Yeah. Oh, did he? Yeah. That was that guy who set the record for, for the, the best 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 40. And he, he, uh, he also set off when he ran that the Cincinnati Bengals drafted him at like number six or seven overall or something. Mm-hmm. And then it set off this crazy run on wide receivers mm-hmm. that year. And in a year where no one said that wide receivers, there was like, oh, this is a wide receiver class. They were, they were saying, I could see a, a instance where not like no wide receivers go in the first round or yeah. in the top 20 or something. They were saying something like that. And then they drafted John Ross and everybody else was like, oh, crap, there might not be any receivers left yeah, for us. Yeah. And they just started drafting him. He retired, has not been that long. I think he was a 2017 yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't very long ago. And I think he was sooner than that, yeah. yeah. And so the thing that, that this – we were talking about this with Mac around, right, is that – and this is the, the difficulty with the NFL is that it's not just what you do, right? There are so many other contributing factors. Like you're not in full control of your destiny in the NFL. It's about timing, yeah. opportunity taking them up right and when you are one of these guys that are on the outside this is why i love baby bird so much he's a guy who has no reason to make a team who gets zero opportunity you know i mean like he gets like three opportunities good catch today yeah and then he goes out and like so when he gets an opportunity he makes the most of it Mm -hmm. and right now as we continue to look for this camp we're dying we're dying for Terrace marshall jr to seize that opportunity and it's not and, and if you're listening to this and like if so this sounds like we don't I mean, it's like I'm not a believer at this point. No, I'm not even trying to be critical of him. If he was sitting here right beside me, I wouldn't say I don't think you can't take. It's just like this is this is the reality. Yeah. The situation is that you are a guy that has all the physical tools. You have been had a difficult hand dealt to you under a crazy crap coach that didn't like you. You, the offensive coordinator who did like you only lasted a year, a year and a half. And now you have a completely new team and other guys who are very competent and accomplished around you. We're all dying for Terrence Marshall Jr. to take advantage of this you yeah. know, or to hopefully you don't want to see him move closer to the bubble. Yeah, and again, though, I'm not going to hit the panic button. Yeah, right now. I agree. I agree. I, 100. I, I, I'm, I'm still believing what I was saying earlier. I think Terrence Marshall Jr does have number one wide receiver potential. Whether he lives up to that potential is entirely up to him and this team and a bunch of other outside influences. But, I mean, I'm not I'm not going to panic over two days and say, oh, he's the odd man out in this receiving right. group because I just I don't know that, that would that's be, true. Uh, that would not die, be dying on this hill. Right. No, and you know me, boy, I die on this <laughs> dies hill. On this hill. Well, let me ask, with, with TMJ, like, just say this year he has a breakout year, 13 touchdowns, or 13, 13 yards, nine touchdowns. Yeah. Great year, okay? Uh, yeah. What would we expect him to be? This is last year, right? What are we paying? Because uh, oh, you, you, you don't pay him number one money yeah. because yeah. he has Because you're, you're like a one, kid, one year, exactly. I'll follow that um, one date. Right, exactly. <laughs> like, you pay somebody for what they've done in the past, not what they're going to do for the future or in the NFL. Versa. No, in the NFL, it's what you've done already. Like, if you've had four or five thousand yard seasons, you're getting paid big money because you have those four or five thousand yard seasons. Not because we think might be you're going to have more. You know, thing, you know, way to pay somebody not for. That's why. I, that's why you overpaid Christian McCaffrey because you Agreed. paid him for the two thousand mm-hmm. different season, not for if he's going to have 
3,000 yards. Next right. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why I wonder, what do you pay him if he does have a year like that? Like, I want to keep him. If he has 1,300 yards and seven touchdowns this year, yeah, let's re-sign him. But I'm not going to re-sign him to be a top 15 wide receiver in the NFL. Well, it also depends on how the other guys on the team do. Yeah. Because if Jonathan Mingo is really good and, you know, LaVisca Chanel continues to be good, it's like you've already proven that you can find these players in the second round. True. Just draft another one, man. But to me, receivers, like, they're kind of similar to the running back in that when it comes to the draft, I mean, yeah, if you have a high-end receiver, they'll draft them high. But for the most part, a lot of teams know you can find some real good receivers in later rounds in the draft. I mean, the Steelers do it all the time. Well, the Panthers don't do it all the time. Yeah. Hardly ever. and trying and trying to have two good wide receivers at one time. Yeah. We are a one wide receiver team. Did you guys see DJ Moore making uh, some some big plays in training? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Bears, you want to, we're thirsty for a quarterback. They're, They're thirsty, thirsty for, for a, a passing game, period, yeah. and a receiver yeah. that puts up anything. DJ Moore is the manna from heaven for them. They've never had a quarterback throw for over 4,000 yards ever. Ever? Ever. 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 That's, uh, yeah, and it, 4,000 yards. And by the way, they're like the second oldest team in the NFL. That's insane. Yeah, it's, it's absurd. They are. They have been living in a, a like, under Ron Rivera. It's like, we have to. <laughs> How are we going to win? If we're going to win, there's only one way. Hold them to 14. And yeah. he played there, too, right. so that yeah. works out. Yeah. yeah. All right, let's continue to keep going. The number, Well, that's just said the number. Let's go to cat calls. Here's the bumper. Tuesday, I could take some cat calls right now. Well, we do. I'm about to eat while you're doing it. No, no, but uh, I mean, we'll go ahead. CK has been eyeing these. I've been like, I've been like touching it. He's still there. I'm also sitting staring down those canolas, man. I know it's. All right. Well, look, I mean, I don't have a ton more, really. I mean, if you guys, I mean, I just kind of, we can kind of let you guys take a time to say whatever you want to say. I mean, you want to give like. I mean, you I, you know I can stretch a podcast till tomorrow. <laughs> right. Like, I mean, well, that I, know. I will that. take the you, calls right now. You want you ready to leave? Nope. Let's get a call. <laughs> and I always say this as though but and the guys that put a little inside peek to the podcast. We we're able to we all in different locations usually. Again, this is first time we've been together, all of us doing the podcast in person. We're here at Monster Sub Monster Sub and Grub in spartanburg south carolina if you're coming to training camp we highly recommend to come here it's a really great place it's only four miles away from the stadium it's a t- it's a little it's a you know you got to go through town a little bit but real easy great great food friendly service you guys will love it uh when we but when we're usually doing the podcast we get we're all in different towns and different locations right. we have the ability to chat in the background where yeah. people can't see it and so <laughs> There will be, inevitably, as we go into a podcast that's like excruciatingly long, uh, Cody will send me a message. CK will be like, how many calls we got left? (laughs) And I'll go, only three. And then right when we get to the second to last call, everybody, I can can see them. I can see them all being like, oh, I can see the light at the end of the tunnel. Tony goes. The number's 252 I'm like, I'm going to screw these guys over right now. I'm going to make you be my friend. I'm making you hang out with me. Yeah. Making you hang out. We're hanging out together right now. Cody, I don't know. Let's kind of, we'll pull it together. It's been an hour and a half. It's kind of a good time. Yeah. You know, what are your kind of final thoughts or what is on your mind? And we'll go around. Well, first thing, I love you boys. Happy to be here with all of you, man. This is great. I hope it's the first of many more times. 
that were able to do this. I want to thank PJ Muscles, Marinara, and uh, Monster Subs and Grubs for letting us be here, man. This has been incredible. Everyone in the chat room is loving that we're all here together. Uh, great vibes all around, man. My first time ever in Spartanburg. Uh, I'll be, we'll be back here on Saturday uh, at Gibbs Stadium to check out what they're doing. And, um, yeah, man, I just I, I feel it. Football is around the corner. Panthers football is right here. The year of our QB. Baby, you already know what it is. Such a good shirt. It's on the way. CK, your thoughts, your final kind of conclusion to uh, the C3, the year, our, our second. Right? We'll have one more. Well, are we doing a post on Saturday or we got other stuff to do? I, we'll probably do because we've got to do that. We got the charity thing. Yeah. Um, we'll uh, squeeze yeah. one in, man. Yeah, we'll probably do something that night. Uh, tomorrow night, we got the Friday free for all. I think yep. Cody's still going to yep. try to still run that. Still doing the free for all. It might not run as late because you got to get up early and get back out of here for that. Yeah. But. Yeah. So uh, if y'all want to jump on that too, I might do it a little bit earlier if y'all want to jump on that. Okay. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. But other than that, uh, we got Saturday and then uh, we're back to our regular scheduled program. I'll be uh, heading to FanFest. Cody and Greg will both be. So three of us are going to be at FanFest. Um, so if you guys are planning on making it out to there, you guys will still have uh, three-fourths of the, uh, yeah. the the four horsemen out there. But I'll be there. Um, and, uh, and then we're off to the races, man. We're, we're just a mm. few weeks away from our first preseason game where yeah. we're actually going to see some uh, legitimate football. We're going to see some a lot of the questions that we have answered then more so than we're going to find in camp. Camp is going to be – uh, what it is. They're easing it into it right now. They're not going to have their first padded practice until Monday. So we're not really getting the the full force of what uh, this team is going to be expected to be. Um, and uh, in preseason on the 12th, I think is the first game against the Jets as they come here to uh, Spartanburg to do that uh, joint practice. What a big, I, I feel, go ahead. You go ahead, Greg, because I got my final thought. Okay. Yeah. Um, I love being here. This is fantastic. We definitely need to do this more often because this is really fun. Yeah. Uh, super excited to eat us up after this because I've been smell. I've been in here for like Greg two, said when we two hours here, now. I'm hungry. Yeah. I've been here for like two hours now smelling this. Hey, I'm like, guess oh. what? The number's 252. I will say, man, it was fun going to training camp. It's awesome seeing y'all. Uh, I, I was I was impressed with what I saw today. I was coming to see Bryce Young today. I was impressed with what I saw. A uh, great throw in motion ball quick out of his hands. I could watch him go through his reads very quickly, make good decisions. A couple of bad throws, a couple of great throws. It's the way it's going to be. I mean, you're not going to make every throw perfect. But all in all, I was pretty impressed today. I'm excited for the season going forward. And, uh, yeah, I'm just ready to get things done, man. Um, thank you, Michelle. Michelle Cranford says it was also amazing meeting you guys at training camp. Thank you for all the supporters, man, all the people in the chat room each and every week. Thanks to PJ Muscles Marinara, man. It's wonder wonderful being here. It's been such a gracious host to us yesterday and today. Uh, thank you guys. You three, you're very important to me, man. This podcast has become something. We were talking about our identities and purpose in life and things like this. This has become part of my life, right? And you guys are a big reason for that. My final thought goes back to what CK said when it comes to the New York Jets, right? Coming in is that the year of 20C3, there are a lot of signs that it's true. We've got a big coaching staff with some great names. We traded up to get a first round pick. He is adorably polite and awesome and amazing. He looks the part. He looks yeah. capable. Mm -hmm. The signs are all there. And the attention is about to be. We're yes, the attention is about to be. 
as Aaron Rodgers and Hard Knocks come. And guess what? The Carolina Panthers steal the show. Yeah, let's go. Man, it has been wonderful hanging out with you guys. Thank you for everybody in the chat. Thank you for all your donations. Don't forget, we do this each and every week on Tuesday nights live at 9, 9 p.m. Check out all of our content. Help these wonderful creators that have come out today. Man, you guys get in there, and we're going to continue to grow this culture together. That's the C3 Panthers podcast. Let's get out of here. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.